3: people of Earth. The following podcast is not real. No need to believe in the existence of other dimensions, excepting perhaps a good toasted pretzel bun, which is a whole other dimension of enjoyment. Now, credibility safely vanquished. Enjoy the show.
4: from the Magic Tavern, a weekly podcast from the magical land of Foon. I'm your host, Arnie Neekamp. If you've never listened to the podcast before, this is mostly what you need to know. About two years ago, I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical, fantastical land of Foon. Luckily, I'm still getting a slight Wi-Fi signal from that Burger King through the dimensional rift, which I've always been using to upload a podcast I record here in the tavern, the Vermilion Minotaur, in the town of Hog's Face, in the land of Foon. Unfortunately, I have to add to that that the Dark Lord has taken over the town of Hog's Face, imprisoned the whole town, and is now forcing me and my co-host to keep doing the podcast while he tries to study the transdimensional effects of the podcast. But we're going to turn lemons into lemonades. We're going to have a good lemonades time.
5: Plural. What's that? You said you're going to turn lemons into lemonades. Yes,
4: let's have a couple lemonades.
5: Do we one have for that me, many one lemons? For you. All
4: right. How m- Yeah. Like. Yeah, let's have some lemonades. Spread it around. Yeah. Share the wealth. Share the wealth. I like it. And I'm and I am joined as always by my buddy, my co host, Chunt the Talking Badger slash shapeshifter. King Bong. Yeah. Yeah. Chunt, what is the status of you as king now? Like all the badgers like not only rejected your kingship, but sure. tried to ki- actively tried to kill us here in this tavern.
5: Yeah, well, I think if your if your subjects don't try and kill you, maybe you're not a good king. So oh, I feel like I see. that's classic yeah. king king work. Oh, you know? sure. So yeah, things are uh, things are looking bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still king though, so as long as I don't give up my crown, I'm still king, and as long as I'm still alive. So
4: I'm I'm impressed that the guards let you keep wearing that crown.
5: Well, I've been working some side jobs for the guards, trying to help them out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I let you know I um, brought in some new games for them. I let them gamble. I sort of, uh, you know, get them whatever they need, you know? You love making up games. Yeah. What's absolutely. some of the games that you run the guards through? Uh, one of the new games is um, called Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where it's just like, um, I'll smack them in the face or like kick them in the nuts and then be like, sorry. Oh,
4: wow, and they like yeah, that.
5: They do like that. Mm-hmm. Huh, I got to remember that. I'm going to try that out.
6: Oh, yeah.
4: Uh, oh, and I'm also joined well, as... let's a- play right now.
6: <clears throat>
4: sorry. Duh, I do not like this game. Don't love it, but I'm not a guard. Maybe if you are in a real, if you're in a strong position of power, that's the kind of game you're really into, right? Like you kind of just want a little bit of that. Like you're like, I'm in power. Oh, but I really just want to be slapped and someone to apologize to me.
5: Oh, like some S and M, slaps and mouths. Yeah, slaps and mouths. Yeah, we call that S and M. Oh fact. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh great. Are you a slap or a mouth? I slap. You are slap. Yeah, I think that sounds that sounds
4: right. <sighs> Sadly, I gotta confess, I think I'm a mouth. Mm-hmm. I'm also joined by my. Uh, Another co host who's not as jovial as he usually is. I am Usador, wizard of the twelfth realm of Ephesius, master of light and shadow,
0: manipulator of oh, magical delights. He's getting a little
4: bit of his groove
0: back. of chaos, champion of the great halls of Taracus. The elves know me as Fiang Yelly, The dwarves know me as Zonin and Hookstanges, and I am known in the northeast as Gasmwanius Maystar. Oh, and there may be other secret names that I cannot whisper. Oh, but until I am allowed to stop drinking this potion, I shall not have access to my great wizardly
4: powers. That's right. I- I'm excited that you're getting a little of your stamina back, but they've been giving you a potion that cuts off your access to your magic? That's right. I am not magical. I'm
0: drinking this potion. I am a simple human like you. Foul, filled with hair and smells. I hate it.
4: Stop making fun of how I'm filled with hair. It's
0: disgusting. You st- I got a little bit of my groove back. Because I ate a chicken
4: thing last week. Yes. What? Can you walk me through what that did exactly?
0: I was brought into this world by a conspiracy of birds and wind and air and frogs that did demand that a champion rise and come forth.
4: So I ate one of them to get in their power. (laughs) I see. So you're saying the more birds you eat... And does it work with wind, too? Like, if you were in, like, a fast-moving carriage and you stuck your head out the window and just opened your mouth and ate a lot of wind, would that kind of also yes. fill you with power? Yes,
0: filled my lungs with great, powerful gusts of air, I then certainly you would be closer to his former
4: self. That's good to know. Because, guys, we're doing this podcast because the Dark Lord is forcing us. Mm-hmm. But we also have to, little by little, day by day, tiny bit by tiny bit, find a way to fight back. It is
0: imperative that we fight back and defeat
4: that evil duck. No, yeah. I think we just wore him out.
5: I made up another game. You want to play it? No, oh, is it anything like that last one? No, it's called "Do You Care," okay. where I do something and then I ask you if you care or not. It's okay. mostly played in the middle of the West. Okay, you want to play? Sure. I just drank your lemonade. you care? Oh. Uh
4: I'm trying to actually remember how the game Euchre works. What game? Never mind. Oh, it's called You Care. I do care. Right. Okay. I do care. I got us lemonade. Then you won the game. Fuck. Okay. Calm down. Ugh, who are our guests this week? Oh, that's a very good question. I'm so excited. You know, the, sort of the silver lining of having the Dark Lord being invested in this podcast is he's using his minions to kind of get us some better guests usually is whatever weird ruffian stumbles into the tavern but i'm excited to have some higher caliber guests and guys these are some very magical seeming creatures i don't really know how to explain them but but here are our guests one of them is a giant floating ball thing with one eye and and
6: and i'm sorry sir how would you how would you even describe yourself well i'm a floating blob covered in stalks with eyes on it with a mouth. Uh, Of course, I'm I'm, a beholder. Oh, a beholder. And I'm wearing a bow tie, of course. that is a very dapper bow tie. I like to look nice when I'm on (laughs) podcasts. Sure. It brings the whole look together, that bow tie. (laughs) And my name is Globulus. You didn't introduce (laughs) me. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Globulus. Greetings, bipeds and
4: quadrupeds.
6: Yeah. Oh, great. Is that your given name, Globulus? Because you don't look like a Globulus. I was born into it, of course. Oh, okay when I was spawned from globulus the first
5: oh. and then I destroyed him I took his name oh that would do it that, you know sometimes you know like Chun I, I look like a Chunt, right like it's like oh yeah you do some people look like their name and some people mm-hmm. no, you just you know giant floating slime clambered eye doesn't look like globulus you know? what would you say he looks like like a Hank
4: <laughs> well, well globulus so y- you you were you're were born out of the first globulus and then you killed him I devoured him and you now do. I am the first globulus oh I see is it sad though? Like it's gotta be a traumatizing thing
6: to do to the person that brought you into the world. No, I'm the first. I'm the best. (laughs) Why would I be sad? (laughs) That's a good, that's a good point. Wait a minute.
4: What is sad? Oh no. I don't want to accidentally. That's not an introdu- That's not an emotion. I want to. Arnie, like, if he doesn't
5: know what sad is, don't make him feel sad. I know. Don't I, know I don't. I don't want him. to. Him. He's wearing a bow tie. Let that's him have true. his. Let him have this. Yeah. Let him have this.
4: Yeah. From my experience, people in bow ties don't always process negative emotions well.
0: I'll, I'll cover your tracks for you. Sad is an acronym for Students Against Drunk.
6: <laughs> Wait. St- students of what?
0: Uh, students of the University of Phoenix, where a great phoenix to thigh every morning.
4: And they're just against, uh, like, one specific drunk?
0: Yes. They they hate uh, Finlay. Finlay? Finlay the drunk.
5: He's oh. a town drunk. Then yes. I am sad. I am
4: against oh. students and drunk. <laughs> oh, but I'm so sorry. I've also been neglecting. Uh, you brought another guest along with you, and uh, you're uh, sort of like a half-man... Half goat
1: kind of creature. I, I'm what you would call a satyr. Oh, a or satyr. A satyr. A, a, a satyr. Uh-huh. <laughs> and a bit of satirist.
4: Yeah. <laughs> wow, okay. it's, mm,
1: uh, it's wordplay. Yeah. So so
4: you so you are a writer?
1: Uh, yes, very much. A writer, performer, a producer, director, designer, uh wow. art director, uh scenic director, um poet. And and you work for me?
4: Oh, so you you work for Globulus? Uh
1: yes. Um, well, in a way of speaking, Globulus is my uh, patron. I, of course, uh, perhaps listeners have heard of me. I am the uh, renowned uh-huh. playwright and actor uh, Dustin Hoffman. <gasps> um, oh, oh my gosh, that's oh. Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. yeah, please don't oh I Oh my, <laughs> g-
5: I've heard about him, Arnie. There are four great actors in Foon. Wow. There's Brando the Marlin. Hack. (laughs) There's Robert the Sparrow. Super hack. There's Cocker Spaniel Day-Lewis. All right. Oh, wow. (laughs) And there's Dustin Hoofman. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Cocker Spaniel
1: Day-Lewis is the only one of those I would deign to share the stage with. Uh, It is is an an honor to meet you.
4: adorable.
1: We are very honored to meet you. Uh, That's, um, accurate.
0: Uh, The, uh... May I make a confession unto you? I'm sure. I'm, I saw I'm, you in one of your first performances when you played uh, Romeo in Romeo and Julia.
1: <laughs> it was a diff- it was a difficult performance because uh, the Julia I was with was not very good.
0: Oh. She was not very good. No. I was happy that you murdered her at the end of the show.
1: <laughs> the only way, which was not the way that it was originally written. Oh. But I felt... It was the only way to express my true feelings. Mm-hmm. Yes. And to play the love scenes, the only way I could fully embody it was to imagine I was playing the other part as well. Oh, uh, sure. And Wonderful. in that moment, I could then love myself yeah. being, as a creative force, a great lover, and as a satyr, of course. Which oh, is, sure. means I have a genetic predisposition to um, hedonism. And oh, sorts, wow. You know. it's, it's something that I'm not of sure but it comes with being a goat man mm-hmm. do you yes, you do. own
5: it man you own it do Best you struggle
6: chance. with
1: your hedonism uh i you're always sh-
6: drinking yes
1: yeah well somewhat i am sad. Oh, sad. fond of a fond of a forest martini every now and then <laughs> um hard to get these days the proper way but uh, it's long been an obstacle to my attempt to get at the true heart and honesty of the dramatic mm-hmm. art,
4: yeah, and yeah.
1: Globulus has been very kindly and uh, helping Foon achieve the sophisticated drama it deserves by um, helping, assisting in bankrolling some of my more recent efforts. And uh, now
0: you create and star in your own magnificent works.
1: Yes, um, I've been uh, working a, a one-man show around the Ooh. land. Um, autobiographical uh-huh. uh, um, I looked into the stories of history the stories of imagination and mm-hmm. I found the only story really worth the telling was my own yeah uh, oh. and so oh. just the story so, so of, brave oh, thank you I, 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 yes and I appreciate so that so brave
5: to realize that the only story is you know you're like the only story worth a damn is yourself no uh, I get it. I, you know I'm not an actor but if I were I'd probably play
1: myself hmm. perhaps if you were <laughs>
5: So, what's this one man show? It's a.
6: Yeah.
1: Uh, it tells, uh, uh, it's. It's gonna be better than all that
6: other crap you've been in. Uh, it's the best. It's- tell, tell them about the scene where your mother's holding a baby you. And yes. she lets oh. out a big fart. It's hilarious. You
4: know what, though? That's- Maybe you could act out the scene.
1: I will. <laughs> Do my best. This is—it's it's difficult when—not uh, to put you on the spot. No, no. It's—I mean, I, <laughs> I don't know. The—the uh, the, uh, well, one—the uh, fart is something I've wanted to talk to you about. Whether it's necessary to retain it, and it's hilarious.
5: It. Or you can't just ask Dustin Hoofman to fart on command. He's a meth head actor. Oh, oh, okay. W- what's what's that? It means he ne- he needs to do meth in order to act the role. <laughs> he is a heathenist, I suppose. Yes. Okay do you, do you have
4: meth for him? Otherwise don't ask I him The hard on I command don't, I don't I don't I don't know how to get meth In any world I've ever been in
1: It would be hard to Fully communicate it To the listeners sure. uh, Without of course My expressions My oh, yeah. posing and so forth I'll, I'll try to do so. so I will be playing the part Of my own mother In this scene mm. Talking to myself But you
6: got to imagine he's got this really funny dress on. (laughs) He looks really silly. Uh
0: Perhaps perhaps (laughs) to help the listeners, I'll describe my emotional
4: state as I watch it. Oh, yeah.
1: All right. um, Dusty. Dusty, as I look into your perfect, perfect little face. Poignant.
5: It's so brave for him to be his own mother, describing him as perfect.
1: Yeah. This perfectly formed body with its perfectly formed little hooves and perfectly formed horn nubbins upon the forest head. Bittersweet remembrances of the past.
4: Sometimes it's so hard to sing your own praises, but it's easier to do it through the voice of someone else, whose words you're making out.
1: (laughs) It pains me that I shall never be the mother you deserve because I'll do so much to screw you up. Moving in slightly erotic.
6: Wait for it, it's gonna be hilarious in a second (laughs) Oh, (laughs) this
5: mom is so self-aware Yeah
1: Perhaps it was my own Troubled upbringing uh, And perhaps my reliance on Chemicals to get through the day And your father's uh, similar problems Are ingrained in all of us Satya folk But I suppose The only thing I can bequeath To you your inheritance. I'm on the edge of my seat. Your being. And this is, of course, when the fart would come in. Uh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah. man. Oh, oh the timing alone. And oh. uh, if I, if. The way it stays and it goes on for like two or three minutes. It's amazing. It's very long, and uh, depending on how long, uh, Mm -hmm. Mr. Globulus, who of course does the. Uh,
6: Mister's inappropriate. I I am neither male nor female. Yeah.
4: Uh,
1: Well, it's the Like, where
4: would you keep those bits? Like, you're just a a, unless
6: they're under that bow tie. Probably in one of my flesh sacks. Oh yeah, you do got
1: a lot of those. Uh, and then, of course, uh, I would drop th- the prop child, and the next scene is myself oh. as the baby. Now, uh, my own infant self, uh, dressed packing. like a baby, though. But you're a grown man. Yes, and holding a <laughs> lolly. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm <laughs>
4: sensing that Globulus just loves seeing people dressed as other things. <laughs>
1: like, yeah, he has, I, he has some. Uh, he has a particular affinity for for the clothing. Sure, I just know what's funny.
0: Now,
6: now Globulus the first, what what made you decide to be a patron of the arts? Well, I was sitting on a vast fortune, and I always wanted to kind of wanted to make, uh, you know, uh, add to the add to the general art scene. I uh, you know, I don't think I've been I nef- necessarily cut out for commerce, and yet that's how I've how I've made myself. So perhaps Maybe in this small way I can be in touch with the art world. Ah, you yourself are a frustrated artist, I sense. I, I don't know about that. <laughs> what is frustrated?
4: Oh no. Oh, I uh, Man, we're really introducing him to a lot of emotion. emotion. Guys, what? if he doesn't know frustrated, we shouldn't make him frustrated. I can't think of an acronym. That's a it. long acronym.
1: <laughs> One of the frustrations for myself of, of working with Globulus, which has otherwise been a a true pleasure and honor, is that as a being incapable of experiencing most of the range of emotions, Mm -hmm. I find that his dramaturgical notes are not always the most useful or Uh, applicable to the emotional arc I'm portraying in what is a very grueling (laughs) 17-act, one-man performance um, that ideally would then continue for four more nights of 17 acts wow. each. He seems to focus solely on broad comedy.
5: He's. And that's kind of a stereotype about floating, you know, slime-covered eyes, is that they're just in broad comedy.
1: Well, if, if the shoe fits, and I speak metaphorically yeah. because, again, yeah. his feet are non-existent.
6: Uh, and stop using his. We the preferred pronoun is it. That's
1: true. <laughs> I, apologies again.
6: Uh. Now are we are, th- are we discussing content again? Perhaps then we should discuss the contents of your discretionary fund. <laughs> no, oh,
5: he no. knows what's going on. It follows.
1: Ooh. It follows. <laughs> this is. Um, I think that discussion was closed at a stage we were both particularly happy with. When I when
6: I found you in my stock room slaving away. At B.E. Holders, I said, you you know, get to work, work
5: harder. You shouldn't be doing this whatever you were doing, dancing or singing or something. Can I get something? I just want to interject real quick. Yes, of course. So this floating eye owns a company called B.E. Holders, so... (laughs) Yes, it's a menswear chain. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Oh, yes, that's right. I know the slogan. You're going to be okay with the way you look? Is that the way?
6: It's pretty close. It's, uh... You don't. Uh, we've got an eyes for fashion.
5: Oh, <laughs> that wasn't close at all. <laughs> uh, it's relative, I suppose. <laughs> sure. So, I'm sorry to interrupt. I just, I just, yeah, I just had the No, by all means, quadruped,
6: interrupt me.
1: It is. It is a factual truth that uh, I first encountered Globulus as his employee. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was working at Beholders in a rather interesting position. I was. Taking articles of wardrobe, of clothing that had entered a state of chaos, mm-hmm. of of just primordial disorder, and through my own physical and mental and emotional exertions, forcing them into a state of organization and beautiful kind of perfect order. Mm. You, were, you were folding clothes. Uh, it's another way. He's a folder. Put it. It's another way to. Put and it. You said it was beautiful. It was. Uh, I've often brought myself to tears with my work. Uh,
5: Beautiful in front of the eye in in the B.E. holder. If it's not beautiful, they won't buy that crap. Yeah. So how did you build this
6: business for yourself, Globulus? It's a funny story, actually. Uh, I spent nigh on a millennia trapped in a crystal prison. Oh. After a battle with some plucky adventurers. I was thinking, their clothes were... Almost completely destroyed after our battle because Uh of my eye lasers. Oh, that's good to know. And uh, they're hanging in rags, and then they made off with all of my treasure, and I was thinking, what are they going to do with all that treasure? Probably buy more clothes for their lower and upper stocks. Yeah. So, uh, I thought, when I get out of here, uh, why not just uh, flip the script on them, I
1: guess? (laughs) It was exactly that eye for commercial opportunity that I so admire, and which I am not surprised led him to invest in the preeminent dramatic creator and interpreter of this or any age. Yeah. I speak most dishumbly of uh, myself, Dustin Hoffman.
5: Yeah, Man, what a brilliant. Businessman, I mean, it is penny-wise. Like, you know, <laughs> That's knowing true. how to get money, that is... Yeah. He doesn't clown around. Yes, yeah, so and now I'm spending it. Uh,
6: we're, we're trying to put on a play, right? That's what we're here for, to promote that damn thing. Uh, yes,
1: the one-man show, uh, The Cloven Hoof, The Cloven Heart. It's a... Uh, as <laughs> wait, wait. Oh, no. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's partly metaphorical and partly oh. not metaphorical. Oh, no. it a uh, revelry in the woods. Sure. Often is dangerous. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, another Satyr's horn is embedded in your chest. And oh, yeah. Wood nymphs are mostly good with medicine, but not wonderful at yeah. it. Yeah. So
4: is there still, like, a horn in your heart?
1: A little bit. Oh. Uh, and one of the dramatic reveals is yeah. when I tear open my doublet. To reveal the scar And just the little The little end bit Of the nub of the horn That uh, That's a bit of a That's a bit of a Spoiling of an event In the in the show Yeah oh, so I, man. I hope <laughs> I want people to listen So that they'll come to see But I hope maybe they yeah. don't I, I should have uh, Set off some sort of Alarm or warning About the spoiling
6: uh, Yeah And uh, the The line of the The final song is There's a horn in my heart And it can only be Filled by you Or something right Fixed
1: by you It can only be Filled by me Oh the,
6: it's, But that doesn't rhyme
1: <laughs> No <laughs> it's, it's blank verse oh. It's free verse and blank It's both blank and free And uh, free blank and I'd love
4: to hear some of this song uh, well, Not, not
1: to put you on the spot No no I, I, Far be it from me uh, it's,
5: I, 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 You said this is Cloven hoof Cloven heart Cloven hoof Cloven heart Can I I feel like And this is just for my Base knowledge Of, of your accomplishments Sir um, it Feels like all your plays That you do have the word Hoof in it I know you did um hot tin hoof on a cat.
1: yes, I know you it's based did, on a true story Oh you boy. did a
5: hoofsy, which is another one where you played your mom right
1: it was that it was, was hilarious. <laughs> Yes, uh, and Hooflet, which was a tragedy, oh. and of course uh, Hoofbreakers, in which I and my daughter uh, Swindle, <laughs> rich, I played a woman in that too, Swindle rich men out of their, out of their money.
4: Hoof <laughs> versus hoof, I think. Hoof versus hoof.
5: Urban cow hoof. Mm-hmm,
1: yes. Another All the one. king's hooves. Uh, um, uh, well, yes, uh, that was a kind of a, a playlet, you know, it was a one act. Uh, yeah, I'm, what can I say? They say, write what you know. Sure. Yeah, sphere. And I know hoops.
4: <laughs> but it's, it's it's talking about a hoof, but it's in a, that's the shape of it. Uh,
1: well, well, here's the thing to remember about this current work: it is a mm-hmm. true love story, the yeah. story of one's learning to love themselves. Oh, sure. And to, in one scene, quite graphically, uh, when it's talking about my adolescent years, <laughs> sure. before the nymphs were really expressing the interest in me that I expressed in them. Yeah. Every every satire goes through it. Uh, it's unpleasant at the time, but it is a wealth of dramatic material. Um, and also, of course, from... And there's own. that scene where you're
6: running around trying to grab at yourself, and you keep slipping and <laughs> falling, and it's hilarious.
1: Yes, that was a later edition uh, after some discussions with uh, my producer, Globulus. Um, What am I slipping in again? Uh, I I don't know. Urine or some kind of animal (laughs) excrement. (laughs) Oh, boy. Depends on the show, depends on the venue, I suppose. Um, I could do a. Perhaps we could get this quadruped to
5: provide some. Oh, I would be honored to. Thank you. Yes, sir, if you would slip on my excrement, that would sure. be, I would, use, my you, friends would never hear the internet. Go get him a bag or something. <laughs> yeah, let's can take Can I use one of your sacks, your flesh uh, sacks? I suppose. Do those come off? Oh oh, oh, ew, oh, oh, boy, you just pulled part of his glob off. I thought it was, I thought the flesh sack came off.
6: I mean, yeah. it did. Oh, don't worry, it uh, reattaches. Oh, good.
4: Well, let's take a quick break, and I guess you can take a dump. And you know what? You, dear listener, you go take a dump as well, and we'll be right back.
2: This episode is brought to you by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.
7: This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move new members can try audible free for 30 days just visit audible.com slash wondery pod or text wondery pod to 500 500 that's audible.com slash wondery pod or text wondery pod to 500, 500
4: okay well i wish i could unsee some of the things i saw during that break are you doing all right Chen? yeah
5: okay you didn't have to look you know, I'm, I feel like there's a
0: generation of people who are a little bit younger than me that really enjoy your play Hoof, where you played the the Pirate King.
1: The Captain, Captain Hoof. Yes, yes Captain, Captain Hoof.
0: Hoop. Captain Hoof. Yes, and I, uh, you know, it just didn't really work for me.
1: It's um, interesting. It's very popular with those who attended, yes, while young. Yes, yes, yes.
4: Did you also play Peter the Pan in that uh, as well?
5: I um, Because he's a satyr? Yeah. Right, Come on, man. Thank oh you. oh did you?
1: Thank you. No no, thank okay. you. I appreciate it. That's oh. that is not a term we prefer oh. to use. Oh, I or see. Or to be used with. Oh, okay. The pan was one guy. Oh.
5: Okay, thank I'm you. I'm so sorry. I'll just puck off. <laughs> yeah, you do puck off. What are you gonna ask him next? If he was in Seder dirt if he was in Seder dirt I can't even say it. <laughs> Seder what are you going to ask him next, if he was in Seder Night Fever? Uh, were you in Seder Night
1: Fever? I actually was in that. Oh! oh yes. I'll puck uh, off, I'm sorry. There's <laughs> it's, it's, it's not often that you get to show off the dance moves sure. uh, on the stage. What, what, what was the name of
6: that cool cool young Seder in in Hoof? The uh, the one with the
1: cool hair. Hoofio, I think? Yeah, Hoofio, <laughs> yes. What was his battle cry? It was Hoofio. Hoofio.
6: <laughs> Oh, of course. I can't believe I forgot it. It must have been my millennia in the
4: Crystal Prison. Yeah, we really blazed right over that millennia you spent in the Crystal
6: Prison. I did not blaze through it. I spent millennia there. It seems like you were mostly thinking about menswear during that time. I did. men's, of course. See, their clothes were ragged from my eye beams. Disintegration rays. Blade rays, what? some kind of ultraviolet rays that just sets their clothes on fire.
4: So you have like a multitude of different things that can come out of those eye stocks.
6: Each eye stock provides a different style of laser. I'm a beholder, of course. Oh sure, yeah, of course. Now they don't come in handy as a promoter of fine art very often, unless mm, perhaps we get a bad review. Oh boy. And then somebody's on the end of a disintegration ray <laughs> 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 Foolish mortal
1: You can often tell uh, what village or town we've been through By the ad in the window of the local uh, paper That says theater critic wanted." Oh, hmm. We don't leave a large number of living theater crickets In our path Theater critics or theater crickets uh-huh. you well, Have inside. we told
5: you about theater crickets? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would love to hear about theater crickets Well, they're just crickets who, um, they sneak into the theater, they tend to make a lot of noise, Mm -hmm. they tend to, you know, just kind of disrupt the show. But they're just enjoying the show, probably. uh, Actually, no, they're pretty, they're dicks. Oh. Yeah. And they're delicious. (laughs) You scoop them up by the
6: tongueful. Oh, God. You have a tongue? Of course. Look at it. I guess he is talking. Oh, he's looking his own eye. (laughs) 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 Gotta keep them clean. I don't, that tongue, I
4: don't, how does that tongue, uh, that tongue is so big, I'm not sure how it fits in that ball of a head of yours.
6: My body doesn't conform to—I don't know—normal styles of physics. <laughs>
4: Congratulations! Styles, yes. <laughs> Congratulations
0: <laughs> to whatever woman you've been. <laughs> Beholders have access to many uh, pocket dimensions within their own body, where they do contain a multitude of energies and body parts.
5: And they tend to heat up a little bit. I mean, that pocket I grabbed off of—that was hot. <laughs> the hot pocket. What? Now, I was talking about eye lasers, and you seem pretty interested, so I'll continue.
6: <laughs> Every uh, time
5: he brings up eye lasers, I feel like we, we get into... We're, what are we talking about now? Heated pockets? Come on. Stay on track, yeah, Arnie. Yeah, yeah. I
6: can heat a pocket with an eye laser, of course. Give me a pocket.
5: Okay, here's the one that I took off you. There you go. I'm not going to heat that up. Attach it back to my body. You're right. Let me grab... Oh. Uh, let me rip a pocket off Arnie's pants here. Uh-oh. Here you go, and I'll go ahead and as you uh, heat it up with your laser, I'll kind of spit it on the table.
6: There, it should be very nice and hot. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh. Put here, it here. on your face or something. Give it to me. I'm
0: going to eat it. <laughs> 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 mm. That
6: was disgusting. <laughs> now, one of my one, one of my great tricks. One, I would say, the reason why uh, my contribution to the show, except for my uh, prodigious fortune, is uh, in specific scenes. I use my one eye laser to totally blow the clothes off of the off of the cast. <laughs> oh, and Would then they just try just to cover me? themselves up, and uh, it's hilarious. Wow. It's
1: not my. And then they slip scene. again <laughs> because we're slipping on the fragments of clothes. Uh-huh. And by we're, I mean me. But the audience thinks there's a whole group of people up there because they've seen the characters I yeah. played throughout it.
4: They just believe all of the yous that are up
1: there. Oh, it's. Form of magic, you might say. Sure. It's kind of a magic nation
4: Yeah. Do you ever worry about being too good at acting?
1: Frequently, yes. Uh, because some have wondered, and by some I mean myself, if I could so embody a character that I would forget my own self. <gasps> Which is another good, positive thing about playing myself, yeah. in that it's less likely that even if I did lose myself completely in the character, I would still be me, because I'm the character.
0: Yeah. But what if you became you so much that you forgot you were being the
1: you that you were not before? I've wondered that many times. <sighs> More also, Seder
4: than Seder. Also, what if you play a slightly heightened version of yourself? Like, I'm just saying, if I a were an taller, actor... Yeah, <laughs> like a taller, you know, like satyrs aren't the tallest animal uh, creatures Rude. in the world. I mean, just comparatively. Arnie, come on, he's right there. I'm not,
5: I'm... What do you like? Five foot?
1: <laughs> I have well, I have two feet, uh, but uh, I'm um, not. I'm not very I'm not very tall. Sure, but like most talented and successful performers, I have a slightly larger head yeah. than the average yeah. member of my species. Sure. It's not something you necessarily... Seems pretty small to me. Yours is quite enormous. you got a big head. You are a big head. But it's not something you necessarily notice, but when it's pointed out, mm-hmm. you're going to have very much trouble ignoring it. Yeah. But it gives me a sort of in-the-room charisma Sure. Uh, that comes with having a slightly larger than normal head, very expressive mm. eyes lips, of course, an aquiline nose, uh, my horns on the forehead, of course, uh, and my ears are perfectly pointed. Uh, and they are perfectly perfect. symmetrical. Yes. Thank you, August. Yes. Thank It's no greater compliment. I appreciate that. You're you.
6: welcome. No greater compliment than symmetry. So when I blow somebody's clothes off on stage, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> first off, it's hilarious. Second off, then they have to
5: go to my store and buy new clothes. Wow. This guy is brilliant. Oh, didn't you do uh, Clothes Off? Clothes Off. It was a play where it shows, first it shows the front of, like, a, of a, like, a, what?
4: No, you go on. I, I wouldn't know the answer to like this anyway. It like the
5: front way. of uh, of a house, and it's uh-huh. all these all these shenanigans going on, and then the second act of the play, they turn it around, and you see what's going on behind stage uh-huh. all the time, and everyone's naked. Wow. Yeah.
6: Ah, uh, that was the fir- my first uh, dipping of a stalk into the the pool of the theater world, and of course, all those scenes with excessive
5: farting—that was my contribution. <laughs> it is a fart. They, based on that play, they started to call that type of play a fart. Oh, a fart! Mm-hmm. You're welcome, world.
1: It is an immortal contribution to theater. Yes, your your place in the firmament is assured. Sorry, Globulus, did we ever find out how? I, I might have
5: missed it. How you got out of the Crystal Prison? I was released from my
6: Crystal Prison by Globulus II. Uh oh. <laughs> See, when a beholder spends enough time dreaming of another beholder, often identical to themselves, uh-huh. they give birth, they will that beholder into existence. Uh, and in this case I created a s- second version of myself which just released me and then I devoured him oh, it, oh. My, my mistake so,
4: <laughs> so you've just devoured it, it yourself on b- like both sides,
6: have you ever tried it, <laughs> it's delicious
0: <laughs> do you ever fear that uh, another beholder shall be come into being a globulus a second that will devour you and take your place
6: is fear another one of your acronyms oh because i don't know what it means do you mind listing the emotions you do know <laughs> anger okay Check. humor mm-hmm. lasers lasers of course <laughs> what else do you need it I covers don't... all my uh, all my needs are satisfied that's all three and those are the things that should be represented in our in our great work cloven hoof cloven heart
1: uh, yeah, well, yes, that's... Something. Lasers. Lasers are so sadly lacking at the moment, uh, but farts are, I mean, except for the part where the clothes come off, yes, farts are at this point maybe a little too overly <laughs> represented in the finished product. I think for a scene is a bit much, uh, especially when they bit, tend to bit, go on. bit
6: much, perhaps. Perhaps uh, the budget for this play is a bit much. No, no, oh. no!
1: I, it's everything's working out very nicely. If, uh, and um, do you and, really need
6: all of those, uh, all those uh, paintings of you to be put up all over the place? You said you needed five different versions of the same painting.
1: Yes, each uh,
6: one with a slightly different expression on your face.
1: It helps me to focus and to harness and to hone the emotional energy of the performance to be sure. able to visualize myself feeling that emotion. Yeah. Because once you know what an emotion looks like, you can know what it feels like. And alternately, once you know what it feels like, you can know what it looks like. Yeah. If you have a mirror or a painting of you doing that.
4: Yeah. Dustin, I don't. the last thing I want to do, Mr. Hoofman, is to uh, suggest like what you should do with your career but i'm gonna do that anyway have you considered doing a show about globulus he seems to have led a very interesting life and i personally would definitely buy a ticket to a show called anger humor lasers i mean who would not want to see that show it's an interesting
1: proposition mm. uh, uh, what If I could take a few liberties With uh, with the production
6: What do you mean by liberties? Uh,
1: perhaps in, instead of a beholder You would be like a young satyr And um, perhaps uh, you would struggling with pro- Less struggling to get out of a crystal prison Struggling to get out of the prison of oneself <gasps> wow.
0: Wonderful What a genius
1: But we can still keep the lasers What about all the farting? <laughs>
4: Dustin Huffman, you don't seem to be struggling that hard to get out of your, the prison of yourself.
1: Uh, it took a lot of work, uh, sure. self-work, uh, uh-huh. hours. Uh, well, it was really uh, getting out of the prison of uh, other people's idea of who I should be. Oh, I see. And the uh, the prison of other people's opinions about mm-hmm. me and realizing the only way to break free of this cell is to understand that I'm the only one whose opinion of myself matters mm-hmm. and I'm the only one whose opinion of anything matters really you yeah. were
6: you gave that same speech while eating your lunch alone in the break room one day <laughs> I overheard it
1: yeah it's um, yes a rehearsal let's call it rehearsal um, you must forgive
0: Arnold he does not understand right, under- right. he does not understand that dramatics require struggle. And you are showing a true struggle in your works.
1: Thank you, I, I appreciate that. It yes, Yes, beautiful. Uh, yes, my struggle. I was and that and that could be a title for something. My struggle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know hmm. quite what it would be about yet. I mean, but, I
4: prefer the name uh, <laughs> "Anger, Humor, Lasers," but that's just me. both
1: possibilities. <laughs> sure. Um, well, let's, I'll workshop them both, and sure. we'll, see, we'll see how it turns out.
4: Um, uh, but I feel so rude, I realize we, we never gave you a chance to sing
1: your song. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, if I must, I would never. Okay, well. <clears throat> Sometimes I know I can seem aloof. Sometimes it feels like I'm the only one under this roof. Sometimes all of life feels like a spoof. A goof. Every word rhymes
4: with hoof. Where did did the spotlight come from? I didn't know there was a spotlight in this tavern. I think Globulus is is projecting it. Sorry, sorry,
1: sorry, sorry. And then you feel that little ache in your tooth. (laughs) And you realize. All right, I'll go with it. It's your hoof. It's your hoof. Cloven hoof. Wow. Cloven hoof. A dog goes woof. For your cloven hoof and your cloven heart. Oh. And then a very loud fart sound Oh, oh which, <laughs> which
2: rhyme? Oh my gosh It
5: was hoof hey, all the way rhyme And then the final one was heart And then he lets out a fart Yes That is And
4: the then most
1: brilliant
5: Then a sound Where if you oh, know the you word
1: for that thank sound you. It
4: rhymes with the last word it's of the song It's a new
1: type of rhyme
6: Yeah Could could somebody use uh, One of my brands of handkerchiefs To to dry my many eyes Oh there you go. It's yeah. so
5: beautiful to see it in, in performance <laughs> I have to say uh, Dustin Sir, if I may call you that uh, on a familiar basis, you may have said that that's you know a struggle. You talked about you you know my struggle, but that was I mean that was a triumph of the will
1: that you just belted that out on the spot. That was amazing. Thank you. Uh, a lot of people just cannot see what I'm working with here, <laughs> and it's it means something to me that you are such appreciators. Yes.
5: You see, Arnie, there. You see, you see him. Uh, H- him learn him learn about song (laughs) let's not
4: put that on me well dustin hoofman globulus thank you so much for being on the podcast it's been great to meet you and i'm excited to see the show sometime is that a possibility we don't really get to leave hog's face
1: uh, we'll be uh, we'll be performing it as soon as we can find the right venue. Uh, correct. The soldiers
6: that brought us here uh, mentioned that we might be able to perform it in the dungeons, oh, or some kind of prison camp.
1: <laughs> the lighting is less than ideal. Sure, but one must work with the tools in one hands, one's hands, or one hands, <laughs> and in one's hoops.
5: Yeah, he is so respectful to. All shapes and sizes. Yeah.
1: There's a, l- there's a lot of different types of thing in Foon, and as long as we can recognize that I'm on stage and they yeah. should look at me, I don't see why we all can't get along. Let's long.
4: be respectful <laughs> for creatures that have hands that are both singular and plural at the same time.
1: Getting
6: to know Dustin Hoofman here has led me to understand that Creatures that aren't the perfect blob with eye stalks aren't lesser, well, aren't totally terrible. Sure. They are lesser than me, of course, mm-hmm. for I have lived for so long. Uh, oh, Globulous. We can all get along. <laughs> I think he's
5: finally Even feeling sad. Even this little one Globulous. can agree. Yeah, are you okay? I feel like... It's so weird because he's... He, I think he's crying. Like, I feel like his, he's getting wet. But at the same time, his bow tie is spinning. So I don't know <laughs> whether to, like, feel sad or to laugh.
6: Yeah. The spinning
5: bow tie is a goof. It's hilarious. Globulous, I Goof, feel- there's another for your song. Goof. Goof. Or maybe you said that.
1: Mm, I wasn't going to point it out. <laughs> Globulous,
4: sometimes I feel like you're so latching on to the humor in the world because... I don't know. I'm sensing you f- feel like you've lived too long. Has life become your next crystal prison?
6: Blam! I just blew your clothes off with my <laughs> eyes. Oh, yes,
5: <laughs> Yes, we see everything. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> look at that. It's hilarious.
1: I'll admit it. All right. You, you can see everything. Uh, All street. of his stock
5: is yeah. off.
4: Oh, boy. yeah. Listeners, please, no fan art of this moment.
6: Don't worry. There's a bee
5: holders the next town over. Oh, good. Well, hey, uh, Chun, have you gotten any emails? Uh, I have. Let's see here. I have an email from... This is from Amy Gray. She says, Greetings, Chunt. I started listening to the podcast at the end of last year. It helped me get through flying across the country for solstice, which I am normally very afraid to do. I have a few related questions about Foon. One, I was wondering if anyone in Foon suffers from phobias, irrational fear of something. Uh, I
4: don't know. Do people like... Yes. I feel like people are afraid of a lot of things in Foon, but they seem very
5: rational. Are you afraid of anything? Are you afraid of the dark? I am afraid of the dark. Are you afraid that... People will draw your penis (laughs) in fan art? Yes. Uh, Two, can people or creatures fly and foon if they aren't wizards and don't have wings? Yes. Well, Globulus can answer that. You're kind of...
6: Of course. I I float along in a mixture of magic and uh, gas that's expelled from my various cloake eyes. Okay,
4: (laughs) that explains a lot. That
5: explains a lot. Cloake eye. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, what do you expect to call an eye wearing a cloak?
6: Uh, I look th- quite handsome in a cloak, but only at night uh, and after uh, Labor Day, of course. Sure. <laughs> what is Labor Day in Foon? Uh, we told you about. We haven't told you about Labor
0: no. Day. Well, usually there's one day where everybody is forced to work in a mine.
5: <laughs> oh boy! Thanks, have a king's use for me, Amy Gray. P.S. Arnie, keep up the good work. Oh, thank you, Amy Gray. Well, I don't know what good work she's talking about. Just the work of doing this podcast. Can you not gesticulate when your dick and balls are hanging out? <laughs>
4: no, I'm sorry. I really, my whole body moves. <laughs> I'm not so different than a beholder in many ways. Hey, here's an email I got to Magic Tavern at puppies.supplies. It's uh, also a kind of an older one. Hello, Arnie, Usador, and Chunt. In August of 2016, I bought a rat to have as a companion and named him Usador. I fell in love with him quickly, and when I realized he was getting lonely, I bought him a friend who I named Spintax. They quickly grew close and would often groom each other to such intensity that they would end up quarreling. <laughs> That's just like you and Spintax, for real. Sounds right, yes. While I was away on holiday, they passed away while staying at my friend's house, likely due to the heat in Australia, or stress, from being moved around. I loved them dearly and missed them greatly. Usador was such a sweetie, and Spintax had his quirks. I feel like there's a lot suggested in that sentence. They could never be replaced, but I wish to have animals to take care of, so I am again getting two rats, who I I hope to fall in love with also, as they are brilliant companions. I wonder, are rats the only (laughs) options? Anyway, I don't know. I don't know what it's like in Australia. It would mean a lot to me if I had your assistance in naming the two male rats I will get after the heat wave has passed. In particular, Usador's assistance being the namesake of my beloved Usador. Thank you for the joy of your podcast brings. Genevieve from Australia.
0: oh uh, So she's seeking a new appellation for her rats.
4: Yes. I'm sorry. I didn't necessarily need to read all of that. I could have just said, you got two names for rats. Uh, well, I would say Arnold and Shunt. Aww. She's already done Spintax and
0: Usador. It's Arnie, it but it. Seems like, or... Uh, or maybe Bing and Bong. Or... Hmm. Dustin and
4: Beholder. Oh! Globulus. Oh. Dustin Hoffman and uh, Globulus are pretty good names for rats. Oh, he's crying. I think, oh. He's, I think he's
5: still sad. He does. He doesn't know how to be sad. Maybe I'll introduce him to an unwed mother.
6: One second. No, my tears are coming from laughter. I find it hilarious you would name a rat Globulus. It doesn't look like a Globulus at all.
0: No, it probably looks more like a Hank.
1: Oh,
5: that is a good name. That is a good name. I'm going to name introduce them. you to one of the unwed mothers. This is Carly I... I, Carly Uh, Hello, (laughs) biped.
6: And
4: she's run off crying Uh -uh. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. It's probably because she only has one leg She doesn't like being reminded of it
1: Globulus is a a work in progress As are we all, except myself (laughs) The
6: name of my autobiography Globulus in progress (laughs) I would still go with anger,
4: humor, and lasers But maybe that's just me Guys, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It's been a real pleasure. I'd like to ask you the thing that I kind of want to try to ask all of our guests now. Is there anything you can do to help us defeat the Dark Lord?
1: Well, I'm not the one who can shoot lasers out of his many eyes. Uh, But I would say that perhaps if the right charismatic speaker Mm -hmm. was able to really create a sense of revolt, you know, maybe there's a speech in there... uh, some kind of a playlist, or uh, it's, it's uh, I'll have to mull it over. Yes, yeah.
4: use your art to defeat the Dark Lord. That's the best weapon. Unless no of question. course
1: the Dark Lord enjoys theater. Oh, in which case, you know, a thousand more years, please.
6: Oh, I see. Well, clearly, you should just give me your treasure. If you give me all your treasure, I'll defeat the Dark Lord with my eye lasers. I think it's that simple. See. I provide a service to people. <laughs> do you want breeches for your lower stalks? Do you want a blouse for your upper stalks? I got them. You can get them from me. And if you want to see our crap and laugh at it, even so, come to our play. Give us your, give us all your gold. Talk about speech. That was a great speech.
1: That
5: was man. A good I would speech. do anything that guy says. Dustin, would you mind taking us out on one more song? Oh, maybe yeah. one, maybe one where everything rhymes with Sater. <laughs>
1: Well, uh, that's... Mm, I've, been, I've been tinkering with something. It's This is one that is in a, kind of an unformed shape, uh, but it would appear in the third act. Uh, mm. When you're living life as a satyr, you don't know who's put what on your plate, or what's going on? What's over here? What can you hear with your perfectly formed ear? <laughs> But there's a horn on your head, and you know that satyrs, they're red sometimes. But a satyr can be a good dater. If you happen to rate a satyr, rate it high.
5: I gotta say, the hoof song was greater. <laughs>
1: It's a much harder word. Sure.
4: I I know I and my I was thinking when the first rhyme was Plater, I was like, there's not gonna be a lot of Seder. Very
1: (laughs) difficult.
4: Uh, Greater calculator.
1: (laughs) Well then maybe you should write the Seder song.
0: Don't cry, Dustin Hoofman. Don't cry.
3: Just think, all the fantastic creatures you conjured in your mind were really just 30 and 40-something dudes dressed like they just finished cleaning out the garage. Usadol the Wizard was played by Matt Young. Right now, he's taking a potion that makes him tired by simulating the experience of listening to him. Chunt the Badger was played by Adol Rafai. With Matt so exhausted, I'm not sure what Adol's thing is anymore. Dustin Hoofman the Sater was played by special guest Elliot Kalen. Check out Elliot's audible podcast, Presidents Are People Too. Globulus the Bowtied Beholder was played by special guest Stuart Wellington. Next time you're in Brooklyn, stop by Stuart's Bar, Hinterland's Bar. Oh, and of course, Elliot and Stuart are two-thirds of the hosting team of Flophouse, a podcast where they force themselves to watch terrible movies and then talk about them. You can see how joining us here was a logical progression. You know, I'd love to do all the rest of the credits myself, but my assistant Craig is back from a much-needed convalescence, and I'm sure he's champing at the bit to tell you who wrote the theme song or walk you through the B-list in other exciting ways. Craig, ready for your moment on the dim edge of the spotlight?
4: Ooh. Oh. yeah, let's do this. Hello from the Magic Tavern was produced by Arnie Niekamp, Ryan DiGiorgi, and Evan Chikover. This one edited by Ryan DiGiorgi. Music by Andy Poland, logo by Allard Laban, additional audio effects by Jason Knox. Production assistance by Garrett Schultz. Visit us at hellofromthemagictavern.com or on Facebook or Twitter. Thanks to the Chicago Podcast Co-op and Earwolf. You know, that rest in the deception tube really did me good, but I kept having this weird dream that my sustenance nozzle was leaking nutrient goo all over the bunker, and no matter how much goo I ate, more just kept coming, Uh, and when I woke up, my memory gel pillow was gone. Also,
3: my left arm is covered in duct tape, and it sparks every once in a while. Is that a thing we know about? Craig, lucky you. Another exoskeleton is about ready to slough off. Be a pal and fetch the gathering hamper.
1: Coming!